I pray now, Father, that you'll raise up the people in the pew who will not stand for any attack on the past. Surround the pastor with men and women of God who are able to pray. But not only pray, but to be able to know when to fight. Father, your church needs to put first things first and that is to pray. And Lord, that we won't just say we pray, but we'll actively pray. We're going to be praying for your will. We're going to be praying for your under shepherd. We're going to be praying for your preacher. We're going to pray for your pastor. We're going to pray for the people. We're going to pray for victory. We're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for deliverance. We're going to pray that every plot of the enemy will be torn down. We're going to Welcome to Praying for Our Pastors Fellowship, and I'm your host, pastor, teacher, and author, Taryn Gaddis. Whether you are sitting in the pew or you're standing in the pulpit, this is going to be an incredible time to lean in and listen and learn as we hear from pastors who, have, who are in the trenches, still trusting God every step of the way. And today, we have another pastor who has persevered through the pressures of preaching hope while going through hell. All right, Pastor, uh, will you just simply introduce yourself first? Thank you, Pastor Gaddison. Just let me thank you once again for your ministry and for the prayer ministry. The text messages that you send on Sunday morning are always uh, rhema words that come right on time. But let me just, uh, in terms of telling my story, I'm the pastor of the Cornerstone Baptist Church located in Brooklyn, New York. I have been there for a total, grand total of 24 years. I was on staff with my mentor, Dr. Harry Starks Wright, for five years, and I uh, succeeded him when we transitioned during his retirement in 2003. So I've been the pastor for 19 years. During that time at Cornerstone, it's definitely been a growing experience, a learning experience. I can think of numerous times, several times in ministry, different uh, times of my tenure where I have had challenges. But I can certainly say that the Lord has pulled us through everything. There have been times recently, of course, in the pandemic, I think everyone has had to preach through that heavy time of uncertainty, heavy time of losing members, heavy time of transitioning to what Zoom ministry looks like, what Facebook and online ministry looks like solely. And so we're making our way back through that. Uh, we are kind of late bloomers on the re-engagement. We just went back into the sanctuary two weeks ago. And so we are back in person. Thank God for that. But certainly over the 19 years, I can think of times when it has been lonely, uh, when it has been uh, just progress to put one foot in front of the other. I had a period in my pastorate where my parents, uh, I lost them basically about less than three years apart. And that was, they were a very vital part of my life. Uh, lost my mother. And then uh, just shortly after that, I lost my father. And so in between that time, just trying to recover. And then it was like a one-two punch. And so preaching after that made uh, ongoing services for, for other members just reliving it, uh, hospital visitations. I remember the first 
hospital visitation I did after I buried my father, I mean, I walked in the room and just literally broke down. And I didn't realize how fatigued I was, how much I was trying to work through my own grief. Wound up taking about three months off after that. But that was a very uh, pivotal time in my ministry to grow, to develop, and to mature because I did not have those confidants to, to speak with on Sunday nights or Saturday nights or just to check in on the week. Um, our parents live in California. I'm in New York, three-hour time zone, six-hour flight. <laughs> and uh, so it was just a big adjustment for me. But once again, through it all, God has been so good. God is, uh, as they say, you never, you never recover from the loss, but the Lord just makes it bearable. And uh, we talk about precious memories and how they linger. And so that has shaped my ministry. It shaped my parenting skills. And that that's one, I would say, a very uh, uh, touchstone of my ministry thus far. Uh, coming to Brooklyn has been another blessing for me coming from Texas by way of uh, Connecticut, just part of the process and how God works and how he does things and making the connections and, and the fellowships. God always sends what you need, regardless of how low you might feel or how low it may seem. Uh, e even in the most simplest ways, sometimes the people that you least expect show up for you right. and rekindle relationships. And then on the other hand, people that you are expecting to be there uh, they're unavailable or they don't step up or they disappoint you. And so that that's one of the things I've been working on an article on uh, things that I've learned as I get close to my 20th anniversary. And one of the things that I think is one of the most difficult to recover from for me personally is what they call in the military friendly fire. Friendly fire is when you lose your life and it's, uh, you know, by, by a mistaken bullet or, by someone basically on the same team. Yeah. Honest with ourselves, uh, in ministry, we experience friendly fire. Uh, the psalmist said, you know, I, I could have taken it if you were basically an enemy of mine, mm -hmm. but you right. came from our house. We, we we broke bread together. We were, you know, we were, we were together and on one accord. And when you lose those types of friendships and relationships, it can feel very uh, disappointing and numbing. But once again, it's just a reminder, as I said, God always sends what you need. He's, he's right on time in that sense. And just as pastors by nature, we have to become wounded healers. And that just in that working in that paradox where we are called to uh, be uh, uh, encouragers to others 24-7, we are expected to be uh, the, the the drum majors, as, as Dr. Martin Luther King said, 24-7. And so uh, that, that's why, once again, I appreciate your ministry, this platform that you're giving for pastors to share stories and narratives. And uh, this just makes makes it real. It's what, not to sound cliche, it's where the rubber hits the road yes, when right. it comes to uh, the ministry, especially now ministry. Yeah, I can't say a post-pandemic, but ministry still in the midst Right. Of a global image. Yeah, this this has been a a wonderful thing, and you, I'm going to bring you back to a thought that you shared, and that was after the passing 
of your mother and your father, your transition of your mother and father, and you said mm -hmm. that you went to the hospital, and, mm -hmm. and when you went, did you did you sense that this was a possibility of you having this emotional response, or did it just catch you off surprise? Totally caught me by surprise. I mean, I was just going to see a member who was having surgery, and I just I was going to go in and have prayer, and uh, you know I been in the hospital bed with my dad. He had uh, stage four cancer. I've been with him through uh, radiation, through chemo, through all that. And, uh, but I didn't even feel it coming. I didn't even sense it. And as soon as I walked into that room, I mean, just tears started coming down. I mean, I'm coming to encourage somebody yeah. and I'm, I mean, but yeah, to your point, totally, totally, it ambushed me. Yeah. Yeah. So did you did you sense that you were still grieving or uh, prior to that? Or was this just the the signal to you that I need to take some time off to grieve these losses? Exactly. I think that was the signal. I, I, I was so numb at the time. I really didn't know what to do. But uh, yeah, after that, I, I had a call with uh, some of my leaders and you know, I just told them, listen, I need. I need some time off, and uh, it was it was very therapeutic. It was helpful, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't even I don't even I didn't even go to the church literally for ninety days, yeah. and that was it was helpful. I I, I regained uh, my strength. It was still, and that was in the last quarter of the year. I came back later that fall, yeah. and uh, resumed preaching and teaching. But uh, looking back, I, I needed that time. Yeah, that that wounded healer man is just it, it. It's almost the you know the badge that pastors and leaders carry because they we have lives as well. And I know that a lot of times when people look at the personality in pulpit, we look so large, we look so big. We they 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 associate us being so close to God, but at the same time, we go through the same uh, situations that most people go through. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's important for them to know. And you 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 share that so, so well. I say I always share this. And that is that pastors are called to be shepherds, but they're sheep at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's so important that we understand that whatever a person in the uh, in the pew is going through, that person in the pulpit is probably going through that at a much deeper and more intense area because of what you bring to the lives of the people that's in the pews. Absolutely. So um, would you do me a favor, Pastor, as we get ready to close, will you just simply pray for maybe a pastor who is, is just going through that period of time where their hearts are heavy with the with grief, whether from a parent or whether from a spouse or uh, maybe through a loss of, of, of a tremendous church member who has always been in their corner and they're just going through it right now. Will you, will you just whisper where to pray for them and then we'll uh, we'll close out for the day. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. Thank you once again, Pastor Gaddison. Uh, you know, people see our, our blessings, but they don't see our bleeding. And so yes. this is an opportunity uh, to speak to a pastor. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you right now for this opportunity to come together on this podcast. And I ask that this podcast will transcend wires and transcend virtual reality, that it will seep into the hearts of pastors, of leaders, 
who may be struggling right now, who may be smiling but crying inside, who may be preaching through their pain. And so, Lord, we know that we are called to preach the gospel in season and out of season. But we know that even in the midst of the difficulties, you have declared that we are more than conquerors. And so while we hurt, while we weep, while we mourn, Father, may you still strengthen us and give us the fire that was shut up in the bones of Jeremiah to give us the grace that is sufficient that you told the Apostle Paul that we might declare the unsearchable riches of your word. Thank you for Pastor Gaddis. Thank you for his ministry. And thank you for his willingness to share and encourage other pastors. This I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, friend, man. You Thank you for just taking the time to do that. And uh, I'm praying for you there. In uh... So there you have it. Thank you for joining us here at Praying for Pastor Fellowship each day at noon on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for the month of October and even into November as pastors across the country share testimonies of preaching hope by going through hell to encourage pastor and people. And as always, remember to pray for your pastor because pastors are people too. It is fascinating to get a behind-the-scenes look on what it means to be a pastor. You will enjoy how the author, Taryn Gaddis, sets up his story like a football game. This provides an excellent mental image for readers and a very understandable breakdown on what life can throw one's way. Life can be seen as a sports game, roller coaster, oceans, and many other types of experience found throughout life. But there is something about a football game that truly brings to life this author's story. This book provides an excellent message to not only those hoping to teach the Word of God, but also to those who hope to follow the Word. It can be a challenging road at times when following God, but the author, Taryn V. Gaddis, is very motivational, telling readers through the rough times to crawl if they must and to never allow evil to win. These are powerful words to heed and words Christians will definitely understand. Stay tuned.